Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. I am Diane, your lactation consultant. And I am Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Why waste your liquid gold in a breast pad? Wear the BPA-free milk save, Milky's Milk Saver and effortlessly collect every last drop of milk while you breastfeed. You can wear it on the opposite breast while breastfeeding or pumping to collect the letdown. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your purchase. And you can also get 40% off your purchase over at thebadassbreastfeeder.com. I have uh, My Mom is a Badass Breastfeeder t-shirts and... Thank you for nursing in public um, empowerment cards and I'm a badass keychains. And for the holidays, there's a 40% off sale going on right now. And that is the badassbreastfeeder.com. No code needed. All right. I have the review of the week. I want to hear it. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. This is from Helping to Grow Giants. And she says. Full name. Yeah, isn't it? She says that this is the breast ever. So I love this. Super informative and so true to the nonsense other people spew. From your two-year-old that's too old to breastfeed to the you can't breastfeed in the YMCA pool because it's technically eating. Good thing people are so judgmental to give us all something to laugh about. And you are so right because we talk all the time on this podcast about the judgmental, fear-mongering things that come out of people's mouths when you're a breastfeeder. And we are going to keep it real for you every time, we promise, because we can't stand it. Totally. It's so annoying. It is. And we've, yeah, we have a whole entire podcast about basically just that. So that's how (laughs) prevalent this stuff is. Yeah. We just like to complain about what other people talk about. Yeah. Well, they talk about nonsense. Right. Yeah. So like all the stuff out there that is being spewed at you, which is untrue, we will help put that into place. Yes. Yeah. And today we're going to help some put other things into place. And that is about weaning. Yes. And you might ask, why would a breastfeeding <clears throat> show be talking about weaning? Why would that well, happen? Because they eventually wean. They do. <laughs> Along with breastfeeding always comes weaning. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as we like to think, well, if I let him breastfeed forever, he's going to breastfeed till he's in college. No. Probably they will won't. wean, and weaning is just a part, you know, the when there's a beginning of something, there's an end. And, you know, people wean, there's all different kinds of weaning. You know, you've got, like you said earlier, you've got the baby that weans when you're, you know, just kind of self-weans at whatever age. You've got moms that wean early because of a, you know, for a certain situation, Um, I've had moms that have had to wean early because of work that have weaned because of a medication that they had to take and truly could not breastfeed. Um, Just like all different kinds of situations at all different times that women choose to wean. And it's not like there's things you need to know about weaning. It's not just like, okay, here we're done. Like there's things you definitely need to know about weaning and nobody talks about this stuff. Nobody talks about it. So we're going to talk about it. yeah, and I think that that's, that's a good point because a lot of people think, especially if they're struggling, 
Mm-hmm. You know, especially if they're struggling with, you know, feeling touched out and feeling out of control. People think that weaning is going to be the answer. And the thing is, is that that's not a simple, it's not a simple solution. And maybe it's the right solution for you, but you need to know, you need to be prepared. And even if you're not weaning early, just going through the process, it's not just like, oh, we stopped breastfeeding and everything went on normal the next day. Like, no, there's things that are going to happen physically and emotionally you know, that, that you need to be prepared for. I've gotten several messages. This is, you know, one of the ways that we come up with topics for this, for this show is that, um, just based on, you know, conversations that we've been having and the past couple weeks, I've gotten several messages about weaning and people really not understanding what was going on with their body, um, physically and emotionally. Um, and, and it was actually quite a normal thing that goes along with weaning, but they didn't know that because Mm -hmm. it's just not talked about. Right. And I do want to clarify that this this episode is about weaning and kind of what to expect. We do have an episode on when to wean, when weaning is right for you, um, and if weaning is right for you. Um, and so we can direct, go to that episode if you want to talk about kind of if, you know, just the, just the how, how to decide to wean or, or, you know, how do you make that decision? Because this is, this is, this episode is going to be more about weaning is happening and so what to expect okay and so another thing that can happen is that um people will feel you know i I find that that one of the things one of the reasons that people are reaching out for weaning information is because they feel touched out they feel out of control they they want their body back they want some sense of control back um and after talking with them for a while i'll i'll realize that they actually don't want to wean Mm-hmm. That they, they want to keep winning, but they want to feel in control. They want to have some sense of their body back. They want to have some sense of just control. Um, and then, and for those people, I would like to direct you to the breastfeeding boundaries episode. Um, because that can help you go into a place of feeling more in control. And once you feel more control, then, I, you know, then if you want to keep thinking about winning, then that might be... A helpful place to to start. Yes, absolutely. And the other thing I want to add in here too, because I'm afraid I'll forget, is yeah. if you are in a place where you do feel like it is time for you to wean, um, or it's like heading in that direction, it, please contact a lactation consultant. Just because they're lactation consultants does not mean that they do not want to help you have a healthy relationship with your baby. So it is really important that you are doing the, that you are weaning the right way, and that everything is you know. So that you don't experience any kind of side effects or any kind of like physical or emotional things that you're not quite sure what's going on. I always am so sad if women are afraid to notify me or call me with weaning questions because yes. just because I'm a lactation consultant does not mean that I will not help you wean. Well, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, I'm not talking about that with you. And well, like that's ridiculous up. because right. weaning is a part of breastfeeding. Right. I mean, this is insane. I And I completely agree with you. I think that people are afraid to reach out for weaning information because they feel like they're going to be judged by by ending their breastfeeding journey. And the thing is, is that Nobody is involved in your breastfeeding journey except for you and your baby. Nobody gets to decide but you how it goes. And again, I can direct you back to that upper upper other episode uh, called "When to Wean," um, because this is you know this is your decision, right. and you know no one is going to. Well, I don't know if anyone's going to judge you. I won't. And if I they won't. do, well, then they're jerks. Right. And they don't understand that this is part, this is part of the process. 
I mean, I weaned, my, I weaned this year. There's like a whole, you know, there was a whole, a whole thing that goes on and we have to talk about it. It's important. And so, yeah, let, it's yeah important. let's, let's, so, so let's start because I want to talk about everything mm-hmm. from cold turkey weaning. You wake up one day, I'm not weaning, I'm not breastfeeding anymore. You say no to your baby. You never breastfeed again. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done and I'm not breastfeeding anymore. And I know there's a lot of people who are in this place. And so if you're in that place, we just want to talk to you about what to expect. Yes. And there are things physically and emotionally to expect. So let's talk. Yeah. And honestly, I think everybody was at that place at one point or another. I remember being in that place. <laughs> right. I remember absolutely right. being in that place. And, 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 and it happens. People do that. I was totally in that place, too. And, then, and, I ne- and I didn't actually do it. But there are people who, you know, who do it. And, and, and here's the thing. And, and, you know, so this is what you're going to expect. So what's going to happen is you still have a full milk supply. Right. And so your body is going to continue to make milk. And so what you're going to need to do is to manage that milk. And so how is the, what's the best way for somebody to manage a full milk supply if they're cold turkey weaning? You have to pump. You're gonna, if you do not want to latch that baby, you've got to get the milk out. Or, you can, or you're risking mastitis, clogged ducts and mastitis. Exactly. Right? I mean, that's, yep. Yeah. Yep. And sometimes people say, oh, just bind your breasts. This isn't like the 1700s. You know, no, we're not that's gonna... binding our breasts. I'm sorry. There is no medication that you can take. I've had people ask me that, too. Way back in the day, like probably when my mother was having kids or my grandmother, they -hmm. could give you a medication that would dry up your milk. And Uh then women started stroking out. So they do not do that anymore. There's not something you, there's not a magical pill you can take that's going to dry your milk up in 24 hours. And what about the cabbage leaves on your breasts? I always hear that. I'm not a cabbage leaves kind of girl. (laughs) I just, <laughs> you don't I, believe that's going to work. I, maybe they're cold. Maybe that's what does it. I, I don't know that there's actually something in cabbage itself. I don't have yeah. any actual evidence on that. So I'm hard to press to be like, go buy some cabbage. Yeah, right. Right. So, I mean, cold. Yes. Ice. Yes. Because it helps with that swelling and that full feeling. But you have to, that milk has to come out. So it has to come out or you are going to get infections. Right. Yeah. You've got to get it out. So it's. And even if it's just like a little bit, you know, you're just pumping enough to stay comfortable. Just pumping. Don't completely empty because then that's going to cause you to make more. But if you're just pumping enough to stay comfortable and getting a little bit of it out, but you're going to have to do that for a few days probably. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Your body's going to have to. It's going to take a little while for your body to get the message that 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 it's not that it doesn't need to produce milk anymore. Right. So you're so yeah, so you're pumping or hand expressing enough milk to make yourself comfortable and so that you don't get an infection, um, but not so much that it's gonna fill keep filling up. And it's you know, it's gonna be yeah, like Diane said, it's gonna be a process. And it might be uncomfortable. Right. And you can't rush um, it. I mean it's it's awful to say that, but you can't you can't rush it. It's it definitely takes a little time for your body to get the message that it doesn't need to make this milk anymore. Right. And the and the other thing, and so moving on from the from the milk is then to your hormones. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be a major shift, especially cold turkey, there's going to be a major shift in your hormones if you abruptly stop breastfeeding. Yes. And so, and this can look a lot like postpartum 
depression. Yeah. I read an article, a research article, uh, a couple of years ago that um, stated that they did have some research to support that it's like your body goes through a grieving process as if the baby died. Yeah. And well, that's that horrible sense. to yeah. say, but like your body is no longer providing nourishment for your child just anymore. Suddenly. Suddenly. Right. So when there's suddenly. a sudden stop, your body thinks that something just happened to the baby. So it goes through a whole. Yeah. It's a bereavement. Yeah. So you will you will have, you know, you might feel awful emotionally yeah. and not realize feel, that that's what's yeah. going on. And you have to recognize that those are your hormones, mm-hmm. and they're going to be raging at a sudden, abrupt stop to breastfeeding. Um, and there's also, you know, what your baby is going to be, depending on, well, doesn't matter the age of the baby. An abrupt ending to breastfeeding for your baby is going to be very upsetting to the baby, too. And this is what, this is where... I think a lot of people get to this point and then they say, okay, well, forget it. I can't do that. I can't handle that. And you see cold, now... Cold that, turkey method because... Because of that. I I don't think I've talked to a whole lot of people that worry about that piece of it. I don't think that... I don't, I don't think that they think about it like that. You know, because they're like, oh, I just give the baby a bottle. Because nobody realizes... Uh, well, yeah. People don't well, really realize how much your baby depends on that connection right. with you when you breastfeed. Well, I, yeah, I think you're right too with like a younger baby. Yeah, I yeah. think a, I think like a toddler, like maybe a baby that's like over one, mm-hmm. they have more of an association with the breast, and so they're trying to get to the breast. Right. Yeah. You know, they're more like they're more aware that there's it's the it's the thing under the shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're like yeah. reaching for the shirt, and you're like pulling it up, saying no, and then they're crying, ah, and then it turns into this big battle, and they're so upset trying to get to your breast and then and then that whole thing is where I think that's where that's where I hear from a lot of that's the point where I hear from a lot of moms is is you know I'm trying to do this and I'm and that's where I think a lot of where where then I come in with the boundaries it's like it sounds like you just want a little bit of your body back and then we can talk about you know how to how to um kind of decrease the frequency of 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 the sessions and maybe remove some of the sessions um which it's still going to look very upsetting you know mm-hmm. to to your child because they're just but you know that's cuz they that's what they want that's what they know especially if they're older but i think you're right yeah you're right the baby it would just switch to a bottle and wouldn't necessarily but it um, is traumatizing to them it is you know yeah. Even if they are a younger baby, even if it's like three months, six months, that's yeah. all they've ever known is their breast. It's so funny. Yeah. My mom, my mom weaned me because the doctor, when I was three months old, the doctor um, told my mom that it was time to wean. Oh, um, yeah. And so my mom was like, okay. And then my mom, just like, I don't know, like a year ago or something, she made this comment. She was like, it took like a month to wean you. Because, like, I guess I was upset about it or something. I was like, I apologize for my behavior at three months old. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, like, it's a thing, you know. It's like it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be upsetting for everyone involved. Mm -hmm. Um, But then beyond the cold turkey. So, like I said, I think there's, I think there's, 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 besides besides that where you absolutely have to wean cold turkey because like you said of cir- certain maybe medical circumstances or something like that um i think people who who want to do that 
um, and who are get to the point of just, I think they're just at the point of, I can't take it anymore, mm-hmm. you know, and don't know how to reach a point of maintaining some sanity. And then, so I think that that's where, like when I talk about breastfeeding with boundaries, really, really what you're doing is beginning the process. I mean, beginning weaning begins like a lot or like when you start solids. I mean, yeah. you know, this is, we don't think of that. We don't think of, we think of weaning as like the last day that they breastfeed, but really weaning has, weaning begins very early. Yeah. Um, but, but I think when I start to talk about, when I talk about breastfeeding with boundaries or just creating those boundaries, that really is that next step towards weaning. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of like teaching, getting your baby to kind of understand limits you know, understanding that right now you're saying no mm-hmm. or right now, you know, right now you're saying, OK, you know, stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's time to stop. You know, you will well, we'll breastfeed for one minute. Or you could see you can go back to the episode of um, but with boundaries and um, it's all there, all the information you need about that. But that's the next kind of phase of of weaning. And that's what I did with my kids. I mean, I. I when I had Jack and I, I breastfed him on demand for two and a half years and that was just the only thing I knew and then I got pregnant and then I had another baby and I was like oh I can't take it <laughs> and I stepped in with the with the boundaries and and um and then when I had ha- had Exley and he got a little bit older having done it before it was really a lot easier for me to I was much more comfortable just being like no you know you just you just nursed like two seconds ago. Just stop. Yeah. The the boundaries were just a lot easier to put in place because I I just had just been there before. And I think that boundaries is a really um, great alternative if you're kind of like, Ugh, I can't take it, but I also you know don't necessarily know if I'm done. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I think also, but like when I talk about it, what to expect when we're talking about you know the topic here is what to expect. There's emotional and physical changes here to expect when that happens too. True. And because there is a there is going to there is a change in the breastfeeding which is going to change the amount of milk that your body is making which is going to affect your hormones. Absolutely. And we will talk more about that after a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. With the Milky's milk tray, you can freeze your breast milk in one-ounce sticks so you can thaw just the right amount of milk for each feed. Reusable and environmentally friendly and can be used for baby food later. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your purchase. So the emotional piece with the hormones is really... That is really something people don't talk about. You know, people don't realize that 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 you, you... the possibility of you having some kind of um, feedback from that is just, it's there. Especially if you are somebody who's already sensitive to something like that. Did you struggle at postpartum? Have you had bouts of depression? You know, like that, If you, hormonally, if you're very sensitive, mm-hmm. like it really might impact you. And if you're not prepared, you're not ready, you don't know. I've had a woman recently that was getting headaches. And some people do get headaches with hormonal switches mm-hmm. and things like that. And she was weaning and getting headaches. And, like, they didn't even put it together. It was actually the nurse practitioner that called me about it. And they were like, the only thing that's 
that's different for her is that she's weaning. And I'm like, there you go. That's what it is. Absolutely. And I mean, yeah, and it because it's hormonal, it affects so many things, you know, like the the emotional piece and also your libido mm-hmm. sex drive, because Diane admitted that she didn't know what the word libido meant <laughs> 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 at one point in her life. I do know. Um, I do. Know. But it, <laughs> it, uh, it can affect your sex drive, too. And then you're thinking, oh, God, what's happening to me? There's all these crazy things happening with my body. And I just, ah. and, you know, it's, it's, you know, it can be directly, all that stuff is directly affected with the breastfeeding changes. Yeah. But, you know, I've had, I had a mom not too long ago who just had an awful, awful, awful breastfeeding experience and was like, I just cannot go on with this anymore. I just can't. It's not good for my own well-being. She had a horrible birth Mm -hmm. experience, just a whole thing. And so I was, you know, talking her through the weaning and really, and the baby was only a few weeks old. So we really had to start like taking, cutting back some of those feeds and, Mm -hmm. you know, slowly telling her body that we needed to shut down this milk process. And it was really... It's a process. You have to be really, really patient with yourself because there is no magic yeah. number. And people are like, well, how many days is this going to take? Or how long yeah. will it take till it's done? Or I've had people contact me and say, okay, I wanted to breastfeed till a year. I'm at 11 months. What do I need to do to be done by a year? Like, how do I make this done? And it's like, it's, it's, it's just a process. And yeah, I there's mean, really no rushing it. it. No. And, 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 and the, the, the magical thing is that your body is just doing it because it's, it's it's what it knows how to do. It's mm-hmm. what it was designed to do. And so it's just going to do it, whether you like it or not. And in order to stop it, you got to work really, really hard. Right. You know, and you hear, I mean, I'm sure you hear this too. I hear from people who are like two, weaned two years ago and they can, they still have milk leaking. Yeah, absolutely. Or they, you know, they still feel like a little, t- you know, I, I don't know. This probably happened for the rest of your life. I don't know when you're out in public and you hear a baby crying and your boobs like cramp up. Yeah. You know, they're like, when is this going to stop? <laughs> I'm like, maybe never. Right. It's like, there's no, you know, this is this. And this isn't like, oh my God, breastfeeding was the worst because now I'm going to feel it forever. It's having a baby. That's what does it. It's not like we yeah, can't blame all no, this stuff on breastfeeding. Just- it's just the process of having a baby and, and what happens. Yeah. And so the other the other option with weaning is to just do nothing. And that is an absolute option. And it's an option that a lot of people opt for is they breastfeed on demand until their child decides to stop. And and that's what I wanted to do. Um, and I just couldn't. <laughs> it's just with like pregnancy and nursing aversion, which is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I couldn't take it. And so I created the boundaries enough to where I felt like I could maintain my sanity. And then I just let it go for as long as they wanted. And Jack went until six and a half. They both went until this year. Jack went until he was six and a half years old. It was the beginning of this year. Um, Exley was like four, except Exley's done this magical thing lately where he's like, I want booby. And so I don't know, you know, I can't find like Jack was very, you know, it was kind of like there was a there was a, you know, it was. It was, you know, it was six and a half years. So there there were so many phases. And Mm -hmm. so it went through, you know, like, you know, breastfeeding on demand when he was a baby and then creating these boundaries, which was which was so it was very rough. But we got to a good place and then it was like, you know, maybe three times a day and then it went down to two times a day and then it was just nursing to sleep for like a year. Mm-hmm. 
You know, that went on for an entire year, and then he just stopped doing that. And not even that long afterwards, we were in the bathroom, and I was naked, and he was like, do you remember when I used to put my mouth on your boob? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) I was like, not even that long ago. But yeah, and he was like, kind of just like remembering it. But so he just like, very much like there was an end time. And Exley seems to be kind of, kind of all over the place with this. But, um, um, you know, I, I, at, at first I was kind of like, I, I think the thing that was, that was nice about, about this for me is that I didn't feel terribly sad at the end. Yeah. I was ready. Yeah. You know, I was just ready. They were old. I was, <laughs> you know, it was like. It, it had just gone on for, you know, for so long. And then it kind of was like, you know, and it got to like the last half of the year. I was kind of like, yeah, I'm done. You know, I didn't cut them off, but I was kind of like, when this happens, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Where I will, well, I will say maybe like a year before that, when I thought about weaning, I got very sad. You know, it yeah. made me kind of nervous and made me feel very sad. And then towards the end, I was like, nah, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, and that's not to say I don't want anybody to hear me saying if you let your children wean when they want to wean, you won't feel sad right. because that's not true. That's just that's how it felt for me. But that's there's no truth in that statement. And, um, but there's 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 hormonal changes and there's emotional and physical things that go on even when you let it all go up to them, mm-hmm. even when it goes super gradual and it's you leave it all up to your kids. There's all of the hormonal changes and, and, and physical changes happen, too. I mean, I feel like a complete hormonal mess this year. Yeah. I mean, I have breast pain from, like, that's, like, competes with, like, first trimester of pregnancy. Oh, God. And a libido that's just in the trash can. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm like, well, what's different? Oh, you know, Weesh. I had two kids wean at the same time. Yeah. You know, that's huge change. Yeah. Yeah. That is a huge change. And it's just, you know, I remember when I, my kids all kind of like weaned on their own and they were a little over a year. And at the time I didn't realize that they probably were just too distracted to nurse. And if Mm -hmm. I had like done something different, but that they probably still would have nursed, but I didn't realize that. And I thought that they had just Mm -hmm. weaned. But I was very sad about it, you know, like how you were saying, like you yeah. were ready, you felt mm-hmm. like you were kind of ready at that point. But I was really sad. And even up to that point, though, they were only nursing like once or twice a day. So and that's yeah. another thing, like when when moms first have their baby and they think about breastfeeding long term, they're like, oh, my God, like it sounds so overwhelming. But your baby is not nursing like they do when they're a newborn. Right. At You know, when you're a year in or two years in or whatever. So I was really, I wasn't ready necessarily, you know, for them to wean, even though we were only nursing like once or twice a day. And I remember my mother being like, they're over a year. Get over yourself. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. you That's know, like so many people. Oh, yeah. All right. You know, but I was, I was really sad about it. I was, and it's, it's okay to be sad about it too. And I'm always one that, you know, would uh, more sensitive to hormonal things and, you know, more prone to that depressive type of feel too. So it was really hard for me. I yeah. And you know, that's a really good point because that's a, one of the things I wanted to make sure to say, because I got a message on my Facebook wall of a woman who said that she had weaned 
and she was feeling very sad and she was wondering, you know, when it was going to, when she was going to feel better and it was this normal. And then there was a string of comments underneath it that were like, oh, don't be sad. You know, um, the, the end just means it's a new beginning and, you know, th- you're going to be getting involved and you're going to have a new, you're going to transition to a new thing and it's going to be beautiful. And listen, all of that is true, but all feelings are okay Uh and they're valid and they are normal and it is okay and it is totally normal to feel sad i feel like we live in this culture that is so scared of feelings Uh and it is okay to feel sad and when you feel sad it's okay to just feel it you don't have to rush around and and figure out how to feel better when you wean and you feel sad about it just feel sad it's okay to just feel the feeling. It's a totally normal. There's nothing wrong with you when you feel sad and upset about weaning. That doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. I mean, even if it could even That's, be something you really wanted, and then that takes you by surprise. Like maybe you really yeah, are right. like, ready to go. You want your body back. You are ready. And then you wean, and you're like, oh my gosh, why do I feel like this? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I wanted this. Why do I feel sad? Yeah. Well, just because you wanted it doesn't mean that it's not going to make you sad when it's over. I mean, how many things are like that? You know, you want to you want to move to sunny California. Well, you know, if I did that, which I would love to do, I'd still feel sad about leaving Chicago. It doesn't mean that it's like something wrong with me or that I shouldn't leave. Absolutely. You know, if that's if it's the right decision for you and this is something that you think is right for you and it's your however you're doing it, you know, it's just. It's breastfeeding, man. This is a big deal. It breastfeeding is. was a really, really, really big deal. And the, and you probably worked really hard to make it happen. And you worked really hard, you know, along the way doing everything. And when things change, you know, kids go to college. I mean, you're going through this right now. Yeah. Kids go to college. People feel sad. Nobody's like, oh, don't feel sad. You know, like it's kind of a culturally accepted thing that when kids go to college that their parents feel sad. Right. You know, when changes like that, big changes like that happen in relationships, feelings happen and it's okay. And, you know, and I don't like it because you brought up the college thing. Like, that's like the first and foremost thing in my head right now because, you know, I weaned a long time ago. But I don't like it when people don't validate it. And that is something that, you know, obviously I don't like it when people don't validate it with breastfeeding women too. But, like, in my place, it's been a long time since my feelings haven't been validated because it's, you know, the whole breastfeeding thing has been a while. But, like, when my son went to school this year, and he's not that far. He's, like, 45 minutes away. But he is living on campus, and that was his thing. Like, he wanted to live on campus. And people would be like, I can't even tell you how many, like, several people at different times who don't even know each other have said things (laughs) to me like, oh, you know, he's drinking it up. Oh, you know what he's doing. Oh, you know, he's probably find himself a girl and is just living it up in the door you know like and i'm like do i really need to hear that i don't think so like it's not maybe people do try to you know say things to make you feel better oh it was your time and you've gone on to you know greater things and your kids having great time in college whatever you the message you're trying to give if you feel bad about it like that's fine like that's a normal transition I don't know why we have to say things like to each, this to each other. I don't know. Like, why can't we just say, like, oh, that must be really hard for you. Right. Or like, oh, that must be, oh, you know, oh, that must be rough. Mm-hmm. 
you know, why can't we just say that? Or this must have been a really difficult decision. Or, you know, this must feel really discouraging right now where you are. So how can I help you with that? And if people can't say that to you, then I don't know. Or, you know, I decided to wean. You know, and your response is, you know, oh, you know, how's that going? How can I help? Right. Let me know if you need something. Yeah, right. Yeah. Let me know if you have questions. We don't need anything beyond that. Right. Absolutely. Well, okay. (laughs) Now that we've gotten on that tangent. Yes, yes. Well, that was, yeah, that was a great, yeah, that was a good, good tangent. Yeah. No, I I wanted to make sure to say that because I feel like that goes on with so many messages that I get. It really, you know, just like yeah. I feel sad and people think there's something wrong and that everyone's trying to like smash down the sadness. Oh, my gosh. Well, you will f- have some definite physical and emotional feelings on top mm-hmm. of the fact that your baby is also going to be going through their own thing. Yep, exactly. But it's part of the process and it's okay. But you definitely call a lactation consultant if you have questions. Right. If you're not sure if you're doing it the right way. If you're getting clogged ducts and you're just, you know, what is going on? absolutely make a call find out for sure because this is not again you shouldn't have to go through this stuff by yourself no and you don't Uh we're here yeah we will and we would love to hear from you you can share your experience um in the review section on itunes and maybe you could be one of our reviews of the week and then we would love for you to head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com where you can find our sponsor links and our promo codes and all of our other episodes. And you can now find us on YouTube at Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. Bye. Bye.